With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, has their fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Bridgestone Weather Peak. But did you know they sell other automotive products as well? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, just go to TireRack.com sports, TireRack.com. It's the way the tire buying should be. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. I'm Dan Bayer. He's the NBA vet, Ryan Hollins, sitting in for Doug today. Double dose of NBA playoff action tonight. Heat and Sixers in their game six, and then the Suns and Mavericks play game six in Dallas. There are going to be game sixes in the other series because Memphis destroyed Golden State last night, and that may be an understatement. Winning by 39 in a game where they had a 55-point lead. And it could have gone a lot of ways. But there was no way that I ever thought that you would see Memphis leaving that arena with a 134-95 victory. I am still astonished less than 24 hours later. Let me tell you one thing. I learned so much from Kevin Garnett. 
And one of the things Kevin Garnett told me, we were going into elimination, an elimination game in, uh, in Boston. And he said, Youngin, no matter who the other team on the other side is, the hardest thing that you are actually going to do um, in your life, one of the hardest things, is eliminate a team out of the playoffs. When you step into an elimination game, teams fight with everything they have. They scrap, they claw, they scratch, they do all those things. So if you're not prepared, you're going to hit a buzzsaw. So seeing what happened in Memphis, seeing their fuel for the Warriors, seeing that this team competed against each other in the play-in, I'm telling you right now, there's a lot of bad blood. And what happened actually didn't surprise me, Dan. It didn't, really. No. A 39-point loss did not surprise you. No, it, it didn't. Here's the thing. Golden State understands they're going to live to fight again another day. Uh, that's just the experience in them. Um, without John Morant, I, I, I wouldn't say that Memphis is better by any degree, but that's a team that won ball games so much so that when John Morant came back this season – he actually got booed a little bit, and they, they questioned what, what he was doing. They actually had a winning streak during the season, and Ja felt some type of way about it. So this is a good ball club. Taylor Jenkins has done an excellent job in building culture. When he built a culture that defends, gets after you, shares the basketball, gets up and down, yeah, they can win ball games, And then you get an elimination game. So partly I really was not surprised. 21 and 5 this season Memphis is without Ja Morant. So there's there were wins against Miami, there were wins against Dallas, there were wins against uh you know Brooklyn, the Bucks. This is these are the teams that they ended up beating when there was no Ja Morant for Memphis and last night it was a 39 point loss 134 to 95. I want to get into all of this, and I've got some amazing numbers, Ryan, that I want to run down to tell you how bad it was for the Warriors last night. But I think we first need to actually hear from the Golden State Warriors because there's some stuff that I just don't understand. Here was Clay Thompson after the 134-95 defeat last night. It was awful. It was embarrassing. From the opening tip, I mean, we didn't have great flow, and, you know, they were more aggressive than us, reflecting in the 30 free throws to our 13. We all had the mindset we were going to close it out tonight, but sometimes basketball is an exact science, and we play like a shell of ourselves. So, like I said before, we'll watch film, make necessary adjustments, and you'll see a totally different effort on Friday. I think it's interesting to hear Clay Thompson say that their mindset was to close it out because it didn't look like their mindset was to close it out. It seemed like their mindset was that they took it for granted, that they thought they could just show up in Memphis and end up getting a victory. And I think that there's two different things. I appreciate Clay Thompson's honesty, and I actually appreciate his take on the whole deal, but they weren't ready for the opening tip, Ryan. That, that's what's so astonishing to me is, you know, you're saying Kevin Garnett is telling you, hey, this team is going to fight and claw for Golden State to not recognize that. And to come out with this effort, I, I, have, I have some question marks now with Golden State, considering how bad it got last night. That's the listen. That's human nature, though, Dan. John Moran's not playing. Dylan Brooks missed the last game. Human nature says what? We got, oh, we this. got this. Like, like, yep. like, Dan, right? Like, how are you not confident? We, we were confident. Like, oh man, this is this is a wrap. And. Yeah, Golden State got humbled. And I don't think it's the end of the world. But what happens is you live to fight again another day. And you can sit back and say, hey, man, um, 
at the end of the day, you got you got this battle. You you guys are rolling. There's not much we can do. I don't think there's anything to gain when you're already getting boat raced in the third quarter. So, you know, chill out and, and, and be prepared and go take care of business at Oracle. Excuse this me, not Oracle in uh, the new arena, right? Chase Maybe, Center. Yes, yeah. Chase Center. Excuse me. Yeah, this is this is how bad it got. You heard Clay Thompson mention the free throw disparity. Memphis got to the free throw line 30 times. Golden State shot just 13. I mentioned the 39-point loss. It wasn't even that close. Ryan, here is a list of numbers to show how bad it got last night for Golden State against Memphis. At one point in this game, they trailed by 55 points. <laughs> They had a 52-point lead after three quarters. That's the largest lead after three quarters in the NBA in over 50 years. They had 22 turnovers last night. 22. They were outscored on second chance points 24 to 5. They allowed 77 first half points. That's the most in franchise history. Yeah, there's even more. They were out rebounded the offensive boards 18 to 4 last night. Yes, and Memphis had 25 points off of those turnovers that I mentioned in just the first half. Well, was even, that's 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 what it was last night for Golden State. What's even tougher is their stars were terrible. Klay Thompson was a minus 45 in his minutes. <laughs> Steph Curry, negative 37. And then Jordan Poole, who we all love, negative 34. So, like, their guys didn't show up. It's not like, you know, Curry's always, you know, maybe even plus minus. I mean, Kaminga was only a minus five and, 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 and you know, 24 minutes. That's how I kind of analyze a stat sheet. But their guys didn't give you good minutes. And that's tough when you need Curry and, and Thompson and, and, and Poole to play well. When it's 77 to 50 at the half, and I know Steve Kerr's not there, but that's still, it's absolutely no excuse. If I'm Sacramento, I'm like, hold on a sec. Wait, what just happened? Um, no, and, I, and I'm kidding about the Mike Brown scenario, but they just, they weren't ready to play yesterday. Now, what, what I find interesting in all of this, and I, I even spoke with our friends at our affiliate 1660 Bison in uh, Fargo, North Dakota, and it was talking with, uh, with the guys this morning about this contest. And, just saying to myself, I could give the Warriors a pass, Ryan. I, I, I could give the Warriors a pass if it was, hey, we didn't have it tonight. We're going to shut it down. We're going to let this you know, baby go, and we're going to get ready for game six. There's no point in putting our effort into, you know, into this game when it's kind of gotten out of hand. My issue with it, though, is that it got out of hand early. Like it wasn't like this one just got away and they, they, they weren't hitting shots and they were, you know, two of 17 from three point range. You know what? Shots just aren't falling. Just not our night. Let's just pack it up and make sure we're ready for game six. My issue is that they just weren't ready. And of any team in the NBA that I thought, to your point about Kevin Garnett, that would be ready for a game, understanding that a team that you, you can't, you know, you can't underestimate. It would be the Golden State Warriors for what they have gone through, for where they have been, who they have been. And that's what's just most surprising to me is I understand that you have a bad night and maybe you just want to pack it in in the second half. But they had a bad night from opening tip. And that's the one thing that's changed in my mind. I don't think any of these NBA playoff teams that are going uh, that are playing right now are perfect or a sure lock to advance. But I think that last night emphasized more of the questions that Golden State has. To me, it emphasized that more of how you cannot be just locked in from the beginning. I understand if it gets away from me in the second half, but there's no excuse not to be ready from opening tip. 
it's an older ball club, you know, and, and they weren't ready. And, um, you know, may, maybe Memphis was was really believing. I, can, can we say the slogan? Can we? I mean, I guess we yeah. can say the slogan. You know, yeah. whoop that trick. Like, like they they believed that. Like, like Memphis believed that, and you know that that's what went on. They put it on towels. The fans believed it. It, it got the players pumped up, and. You know, I know Golden State kind of, you know, they try to make light of it and take it What do you think about that? What do you think about Draymond and, and Steph getting into it while they're getting their butts kicked? What do you think about that? They got to enjoy that moment, man. They just got to live in it. Like, look, it just, like, listen, man, sometimes it just ain't your night, man. Now, we didn't know, you know, we've all had nights, but we didn't think it was going to be this type of night. But I will say this from, you know, covering Memphis and, and calling the games and seeing them this year. They have the ability, remember I said this, to boat race you because they pressure the heck out the basketball. They call, they force turnovers. They run in transition, and they play fast. Like, they play with pace, and that's why they can get away from you, and that doesn't surprise me. So, yeah, that is their, their style. When they're clicking – it's a boat racing because they do, they do it on both ends of the floors, and, and hats off to Taylor Jenkins. This was Draymond Green talking about enjoying the whoop that trick while they were getting their butts kicked. They're not going to whoop that trick alone. We're going to whoop that trick together if we're going to whoop that trick. You know, you got to. You know, one thing I don't respect is, is people who only who only bring it when they win it. You know, embrace crowds when you win it. We call those front runners. We're not front runners, you know. We got our ass kicked. That's all right. It happens. But you don't be front runner, you know. When 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 you spew it out, you got you got to be willing to take it and, and not hide from it, not duck from it, not run from it, embrace it. So, I appreciated the crowd tonight uh, and the energy that they brought to the game. You know, and if they, if they want to whoop that streak, we're gonna whoop them together. The, the, these were the same fans he gave the double bird to uh, in game in game two. My, how things have changed with Draymond Green. Listen, there are a lot of traditions that that happen in sports. Jump around at the University of Wisconsin at the end of the third quarter. You'll see other teams also get involved in that, but usually not if Wisconsin's winning forty nine to nothing. Is the opposing team also doing jump around? Like that's the part of it where like. Uh, I, it was just so odd. Like I don't, I don't mind Draymond Green and Steph Curry getting into it. It's just the fact of, to your point, they're an old team. They are better than the Memphis Grizzlies, um, and probably will win one of these last two games. But to just not have that, uh, I don't know if it's an optics thing, Ryan. I don't know if it was a two point game and they're doing that. I'm actually having no problem with it. They're embracing it. They're kind of being the villain as well. They're getting, but they were getting embarrassed. And Memphis was having a fun time dancing on their graves last night, and it just seemed that Draymond and 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 Steph are going along with that. I just thought it was a bad look. It's one thing if it's a close game and you're enjoying it, but they were getting their butts whooped. I don't know how you can join in on that. Well, Draymond is just saying, hey, I'm going to be that same guy. And for those who don't know what a front runner is, a front runner is when things are going well, you're laughing, you're singing, you're dancing. You're the first one out there. And when things go bad, oh, you got nothing to say. In fact, you, you become a negative Nancy. And I, I do get Draymond maybe didn't need to be jumping up and down, but <laughs> hey, you you don't fall apart. So I think he kind of was a little extreme with the front runner thing. 
And he's just like, oh, no, no, no. I'm going to take this as fuel. Y'all not going to see me get down. All right, I'm going to party with y'all, but we're going to see you in Frisco. All right? Like, hey, like we are going to take care of business, and I'm gonna, you're going to have to see me. So, you know, Draymond took it a little further. He could have just been chill. Hey, y'all ain't getting to me. Y'all ain't bothering me. Uh, but but he took it a whole step further and, and really dove into the moment. And honestly, Dan, I don't know if I've ever seen that before. I, I, I have not when it was that bad, you know, not when you're losing by 40 and 50 points, like to, to have that, like I've seen other, you know, guys get into stuff on the PA and opposing teams. And that's nothing. That's, that's nothing new, but just to see, you know, a scenario where you're getting beat so bad and then you get into it and it doesn't seem to bother you. That's what was odd to me. And I, and I don't think it's going to, to your point, I still think Memphis or excuse me, Golden State wins the series. It just brings up more questions to me about the team that Golden State is as a whole is a title contender to be down by somebody by 55 points. That's just tough to take. Dancing or no dancing or whooping that trick or not whooping that trick. Um, yeah, I, just crazy. Did you think we were going to be talking Bucks and Celtics after that game? I never thought we were going to be talking about a Memphis team up 55 points on Golden State. No, man. Listen, I, like, I, I, kept, I kept looking at that score, and I'm like, you know, I was with a couple of people. like, is this real? I'm like, nah, man. <laughs> I, I, like, that thing is real. But like I said, without John Moran, everybody counted about, you know, this is a team that has been comfortable playing without John Morant. And I don't think they can win the series without him. Don't get me wrong, but I, I listen, man. That's that's a good ball club. You got multiple ball handlers. You got different guys who who can go and make plays. And I think the frustration in Game Four, if I'm not mistaken, was that Ja just tried to do too much. You know, he couldn't back up a 47 point outing. You know, like, like that was that was tough. And you know, he got put into a a, a tough spot. And as a team. They have to find a balance where it's like, all right, here's John Morant time. You're our guy, but let's get other players involved. And that's where Memphis could become dangerous, but they haven't quite found that mix yet of what they want to get and what's best for the team moving forward. I don't think it'll be as easy for them as they thought. I mean, when you look at this series, you had close games in games one and two. Golden State had the blowout where Morant got hurt, and then you had the close game in game four, and you had last night. So while we think that Golden State's likely going to win the series, when you break it down, it's been a lot closer than uh, maybe the actual series uh, reflects. He is Ryan Hollins, the 10-year NBA vet. Get him on Twitter at the Ryan Hollins. You can find me, Dan Beyer, on Twitter at Dan Beyer on Fox as we are in for Doug Gottlieb. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporting handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Continental tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com. 
the way tire buying should be. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat a slice of pizza in under 30 seconds, or I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two liter. If you have, then you're going to love pick six. The new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings Pick 6 app. Then, pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat, like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use the code DUG. New customers can play 5 bucks and get 50 in pick six credits. That's code Doug only on DraftKings. Pick six. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in pick six credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for pick six use only expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick six not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick six states. Void where prohibited. See terms at picksix.draftkings.com slash promos. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. I'm Dan Bayer. He's the NBA vet, Ryan Hollins, sitting in for Doug today. Double dose of NBA playoff action tonight. Heat and Sixers in their game six, and then the Suns and Mavericks play game six in Dallas. There are going to be game sixes in the other series because Memphis destroyed Golden State last night, and that may be an understatement. Winning by 39 in a game where they had a 55-point lead. The other game in Boston was something else. 
Bucks rally to beat the Celtics and now go up 3-2 in that best-of-seven series as they head back to Milwaukee for Game 6. Final score, 110-107 to is the Bucks who had troubles in the fourth quarter. And it was something that I told you on Sunday, Ryan, when we were together on Fox Sports Sunday, of Milwaukee's efforts in the fourth quarter were questionable to me in the Game 3 victory. Even though they won that game, it was how they closed down the stretch that kind of had me scratching my head. They had troubles, and the Celtics hit everything in Game 4 in the fourth quarter to, to get that game in Milwaukee. But last night, Bucks locked down. They hold Boston to 21 points. They hit six threes in that uh, final fourth quarter. And escape is, the, is an appropriate word because there was no way that they should have won that game for about three and a half quarters. And you can maybe even say outside of the final two minutes, I think Shaq last night on Inside the NBA said Celtics had that game for 45 minutes. And that was probably about fair. And it may even have been more than that. But Milwaukee absolutely escaped and stole a game last night in Boston in unbelievable fashion. Yeah, you're right about that, Dan. You know, when you're in the playoffs, the one thing you have to do is take care of home. Maybe you lose on a road. Maybe you just don't have it. Maybe you don't have it like Golden State and Memphis, Dan. I know you're 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 jovial when we when we bring that up today, okay? <laughs> but the point is, you take care of home. So this was the most dangerous loss, and now the Celtics put themselves in a situation where they got to go into Milwaukee. Milwaukee's got all the momentum, and they got to take care of business. Now all isn't lost, but you don't want to be in a situation where you don't take care of home. You don't have your home fans behind you. And then you say, man, we were up, we were up, and we were taking care of business. Everything went our way. The only thing we couldn't do is close. And I think what's going to eat up Marcus Smart and the Celtics is turning over the basketball. You know, Dan, in every way of life, and even especially in the NBA playoffs, like you have to control your controllables. And turning the basketball over is just careless. Like you, you'd rather dribble out the clock and take a violation than to turn the ball over. So. I mean, I mean, just talk about biting yourself in the foot, and that's one that I mean, if the Celt, dude, Dan, I'm gonna tell you right now, dude, if the Celtics don't win this series, that is gonna haunt them for the rest of their lives. Is those turnovers? And I think back, and I think we mentioned this. We were up, I think three one or three two, playing OKC. This was the younger Thunder with Kevin Durant and and, and Westbrook and those boys, and I was playing with the Clippers. And Chris thought that he felt contact and he went to just kind of like draw a foul and throw the ball at the rim. And in a really valuable moment, uh, you may remember this, Dan, he turns the ball over and Westbrook literally just goes and lays the ball up. We end up losing that game and we were dominating them in the series and they end up coming back and winning that series against us. But it was that play that really shifted something that I'm sure probably haunts Chris today. Is, is He's done everything under the sun, but you don't forget moments like that. And I bring that up to say that if you're Marcus Smart and you're the Celtics, you don't want to have that moment, so you got to go and take care of business against the Bucs, and especially with no Middleton. The uh, Was this in 2014? I was just trying to bring up – I was just trying to bring up something, and I just literally searched Chris Paul Thunder Clippers – and it says Chris Paul calls losing to Thunder his biggest heartbreak ever. Yeah. Was no, that, seriously. Yes. Yes. That uh that this is this is the problem that, that I saw last night. And I think that we need to I know that Marcus Smart turned the ball over. 
but sometimes someone's just better than you. And and, and I and I don't want to say that Marcus Smart is an easy target, but even though Marcus Smart was the defensive player of the year this past year, when he has the ball in his, his hands offensively, Drew Holiday is going to have an advantage. And Drew Holiday wasn't even the main guy guarding Marcus Smart on the first play where Holiday gets the block. Ends up Smart. I, I, I just I don't blame Marcus Smart for taking the basketball, going to the basket, and trying to make a play when I thought that he had an open path to the basket. And I just thought it was a miraculous, magnificent play by Drew Holiday to get the block, then to stay in bounds, then when he's losing his balance to be able to throw it off of Marcus Smart. I mean, there was there is no slander that any Bucks fan could ever throw against Drew Holiday from just that plain sequence. And I know we want to get on Marcus Smart for it, and it probably will eat him up like it did Chris Paul. But that's just the situation where I just think Drew Holiday made the plays. And I and I, I, I don't want to get on Marcus Smart because I thought he made the right basketball play. And even on the last possession, when he got pickpocketed by Holiday, it was such an awful look. And you had the still photo of Marcus Smart with his arms spread out, legs up in the air, just having the ball swipe from him. And we see the replays of Jason Tatum running wide open. I don't think it necessarily tells the whole story of how that play unfolds. I think sometimes you just got to tip your cap to the guy and be like, that's just Drew Holiday being Drew Holiday. I I don't want to put this all on Marcus Smart, even though he was the guy with the ball in his hands at the end of the game in multiple situations. Nah, man, turnovers are inexcusable, and he tell you that himself. You he don't need you don't need me to say that. And it is inexcusable for another reason is because you know Drew Holiday has great hands. You know when he's around the basketball, he's an All NBA type defender. You know what he can bring to the table. So you got to be extra cautious when he's around, just the same way Marcus Smart would say he's a heck of a defender and and, and, and be mindful that he's going to reach and go to still and, and go after the basketball. Shoot, I remember not just playing against Drew Holiday in the playoffs, but guys like Tony Allen. You knew Tony Allen could get physical with you. He could reach. He'd steal the ball. He could do a, a lot of different things defensively. So you have an awareness for those guys on a scouting report not just the offensive end, but the defensive end and who you can attack. It, it, Drew Holiday ain't one of them. How, but if Holiday's coming over on help side defense, like Smart had the way that the Bucks were defending. I'm talking about the first possession on the block. Like, that, like when you look at the open path that Smart had to the basket, I just don't know. I don't know how you turn that down. And that's where I just – like Holiday made a play. Like Pat Connaughton got out of, you know, got in bad defensive position, was out of the play defensively, which allowed Smart to have the huge path, and Drew Holiday just comes over. And Drew Holiday was guarding Jalen Brown on the play and ends up making that play. I I don't know how you can account for help side defense. Like that like he had an open path, and I just don't want to I, I I just can't get on Marcus Smart for that that last play. You know, maybe being you know pickpocketed at midcourt like he was, and doing it so clean. I mean, you know, talk about a resume. You know, that you put on a resume for Drew Holiday. Maybe that one I could get him on. But I just, I just thought that the play by Holiday was so extraordinary, and Smart I felt did all the right things. And Smart even actually recovered to try to play defense, and 
make sure that Holiday was not going to be able to make a pass, and then he gets the ball thrown, you know, out of bounds off of him. I, I, it's not a wrong place, wrong time. I just think it's a guy making a better play. I think Smart made the right plays. It just, I don't know how you can account for a guy who comes over on help side defense and makes a miraculous block. You have to find a way to win at home. Sometimes there's no rhyme or reason. Rhyme or reason. There's no logic to it. You have to find a way to win ball games, and you got to take care of home when you're up because that's something you can control. You're not going to have your home fans. You're not going to have those same resources. You're not going to have the comfort of sleeping in your own bed. And you you have to, especially when you're up, you cannot. And, and the excuse you can't give is turnovers. Winning basketball teams, they just make plays. Like sometimes it gets simple. Like I remember playing against Tim Duncan when San Antonio was really, really good. And they just made plays. You find a way. Sometimes there's nothing that coach can draw up for you. So, yeah, you're not going to get your shot blocked from the weak side. You know, you're not going to turn it over or, you know, be careless with the basketball. You're going to make plays. Like, that is literally so important. So, I'm sorry. I cannot, I can't give that excuse. And, dude, I'm, I'm telling you, taking care of home is a real thing. Then what, what should he have done? In that situation, because they hear a lot of people, Jason Tatum didn't touch the ball at all in the final two possessions. Would you rather have a contested shot from Jason Tatum? Yes. Get the ball to your best player, make have him work. He's probably, without Kawhi playing right now, you know, t- top three, top four player, I'll say top five player in the league, give or take, um, at, at hitting contested shots. Get the That's the job. Your best player gets the basketball, you get the heck out the way, and he goes make a, make, and makes a play. And that's just the reality uh, of a lot of situations. Yeah, Smart was way too casual with the basketball. <laughs> there's no, there's really no excuse there. He was way too casual with the ball. And, you know, with all due respect, I'm sure Marcus Smart will be better. Probably the nerves got to him. Momentum got in the way, uh, uh, got got in, you know, positive for, for Milwaukee. But, you, dude, I'm telling you, you got to find a way. The one thing I will say – I'll give you this. There were about 10 seconds left on the clock when he started to go up for the shot. Meaning, now listen, when you're down one point, I have no problem with going to score because if you don't score, then you still have an opportunity to foul, maybe get the ball back, maybe you're down two or three and still have another opportunity. I have no problem with with that. It's just the problem of did he rush the shot um, in feeling it? I could maybe give you that, but I still think when he gets the ball – and sees the path. And the actual help side defender on the other side of the court is Bobby Portis. And I'm, and, and, and by the way, I have the play in front of me, so it's not like I'm having this imagine, you know, this magnificent recall. You know, and, and it just but it just tells me that Marcus Smart is there's an open path. And when you see it and there's nobody at the rim and help side's not even looking at you because he's looking at Al Horford. Like, you think it's there. Like, maybe this is your opportunity. You know, you, you score. You, even though there's 10 seconds left, you still want to get up by one because if you do miss that shot, you have the opportunity to foul. That's just the I, – I just think it was a magnificent play by Holiday, and I just have a tough time, you know, giving Marcus Smart as much flack because I thought he made the right basketball play. But you disagree. Let me ask you this. What was the best part of Holiday's play on that ball? Block, staying in bounds, or the throw off Marcus Smart to go out of bounds? What was the most impressive of that sequence? It's got to start with the block because you, 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 you slide over, you have the perfect help without fouling. It's a split-second decision where instincts take over, and that, that's just freakish, not dying on a play. So 
you got to start with the block. Now, saving it, that's a whole nother, you know, the icing on the cake. You know, you know he's talking yeah. about, you know, Bill Russell would never block a shot out of bounds. He'd always block it and then control it, you know. So that's like that's like some next level, you know, stuff we're talking about now when you're doing that. I agree. I agree. I mean, then he type ro- tight ropes the, the baseline and almost loses his balance and then throws it out. But, yeah, it doesn't happen. If he just swats the ball out of bounds, there's 9.6 seconds left, and yep. the Celtics just have the ball underneath the basket and have another opportunity. Yeah, that I, I, we will agree on that. You think Marcus Smart was the issue. I just think it's Drew Holiday making a great play, but we can't agree that the block was probably the best play of that entire sequence. And, but here's the deal, too. I, I tell you from being in locker rooms, there's no excuse without being able to get the ball into the hands of your best player. You got to go win, lose, or draw w- with that. And it's really inexcusable when you turn it over. I would have had a problem if there was no turnover and – Tatum hadn't touched the ball in those situations. I would have a problem with that. And you got to find a way to get the ball to your guy. And and, and if it's not Tatum, uh, you, you know, it's it's another teammate who's rolling, you know. But in that case, like, your guy has to – like, imagine the Chicago Bulls in their heyday and Steve Kerr's dribbling the ball up court and turns it over. Would you be feeling the same way, Dan? <laughs> No, no, not even close. No, but if Steve Kerr had a wide open layup and then all of a sudden somebody comes, you know, and it it was it was it was help defense, but it wasn't like opposite help. It was, you know, help from from the elbow because that's where Drew Holiday ended up coming over, which I think is maybe even a little bit more difficult for Marcus Smart to see because I think he felt that he had a step on Connaughton. I get, I get what you're saying, but it was so wide open for him. It was so wide open. And the scenario, you know, you're down one. I, I just I, – and and the way that it looked, and, and we'll get off this play in a second, it almost looked that maybe Smart could have tried to go opposite to Tatum, but Wesley Matthews wasn't leaving Tatum. Like Tatum was just on, on the, you know, far sideline. He wasn't even near the inbound when, when Derek White threw the ball in, but – yeah, I just it, it was a great play. I didn't think I thought the Bucks were going to lose in the first half. I thought they were going to lose and they were down 14 in the fourth quarter. Um, but for the Al Horford game that there was in game four, there was now the Drew Holiday game in game five. Get Ryan on Twitter at the Ryan Hollins. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Bayer on Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporting handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of hand-cooked tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRat.com sports to see their hand-cooked test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRat.com sports. TireRat.com, the way tire buying should be. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! 
And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It is the Doug Gottlieb Show. I'm Dan Beyer. He's Ryan Hollins, a 10-year NBA vet, sitting in for Doug on this Thursday. We'll get an update from Brian Fenley on the latest happenings of the day, plus discuss LeBron James's future and what Phil Jackson may have a say in that. But first, Ryan, over the last two weeks since the Stanley Cup playoffs have begun, we have put John Ramos uh, basically to the test. What we've done is we've whetted the appetite of the hockey fan each day here on Doug Got- on the Doug Gottlieb Show by giving them a taste of what happened last night in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Now, in the scenarios that we read two of them did not happen those are the two lies one of them did happen it's what happened in the stanley cup playoffs it's a segment we like to call two lies one cup so ryan you and john ramos will be listening to what brian fenley has to say to what jason stewart has to say and to what i have to say and then you will each pick who you believe had the right facts about what actually happened last night is that simple enough i'm notoriously notoriously bad at these games guys i'm notoriously bad the good news is is you could both agree on the same headline so then that way you wouldn't lose you would just end up pushing even though you're kind of going against each other yeah i gotta go first sometimes though yeah well you know what if you want to go first 
John, is that okay if Ryan goes first in guessing our three scenarios of what's going on? I don't think so. No, that gives him the advantage. I'm saying if I go (laughs) second, then I can just pick his picks. Okay. Do you want to go second, Ryan? Not really. Okay, then you're going to go first. (laughs) Brian Fenley is going to read the first one. And Brian, we had some mishaps in yesterday's show. (laughs) So what I need from you to do... Just read the script, okay? It, was, it, was, it went haywire Uh-oh. yesterday because somebody didn't follow the script. I'm just going to say, I'm not going to say their name. It just rhymes with Rug Botlieb, okay? That's, that's, we're not going to say who, but you just have to stick to the script. And you don't have to do it in the French-Canadian voice that uh, Doug does either. Brian Fenley. Your scenario is up first. Yes, we're going to do that hockey. And Calgary, guys, scored all three of their goals in the third period to top Dallas 3-1 and to take a 3-2 series lead in the best-of-seven series. In defeat, the Stars could only muster 21 shots on goal. All right, that's scenario one. You have to decipher Jason Stewart as scenario two. Guys, this is the actual one. The uh, the Florida Panthers took Game Five of their playoff series over the Capitals, five to three, despite the Ovechkin brothers scoring all three goals for Washington. Florida leads the series three games to two. All right, and my scenario, scenario number three. The Rangers stayed alive in their series with Pittsburgh, winning 5-3 as New York knocks Sidney Crosby out of the game with what the Penguins are calling a mid-lower upper left side body injury. So those are the three scenarios that played out. Ryan Hollins, who's actually took place last night in the Stanley Cup playoffs? I'm What's looking Jason on all of this. I'm looking Jason in the face right now. This son you can't do. No, I got good poker and, face. And uh it's hard for him to lie. Jason's telling the truth. Okay. You like Jason. John Ramos, what is your pick? Um, uh, I believe that our good friend, the man that rides the country like nobody else, and that's Brian Fenley, uh, <laughs> he is telling the truth. Why do you think Brian's telling the truth? And, and why does Jason he ride the country? Aren't. Wow. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> what does that mean? Oh, <laughs> saddle up, America. <laughs> Wilt Chamberlain style. <laughs> No, no, I, Brian's all over the country. He's always always doing something. All right, uh, right Brian? I mean, you're, you're all over the – maybe that wasn't the right way to say it, but – I get around? Is that yeah. what you're saying? <laughs> oh. Hello. <laughs> Saddle up, USA. You're in for a ride. Finley's on the pony. Why 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 do you like Brian aside from the way that he uh, rides across well, the United you, States? Do you want me to tell America? you the all why I, why I did pick that one? All of the reasons why? Yeah, just, yeah, okay. or, yeah. What? Yeah. What well, I, I I don't believe there's Ovechkin brothers. I think there's just one Ovechkin, mm. and the other one would be the upper body left contusion corner. That's a lot of problems for a player. <laughs> so I'm gonna say that the Calgary game in Dallas seems like the most simple one, and that's why I chose it. Ryan, is that why you didn't think mine was real because of the Sidney Crosby injury, or do you just liked what Jason had to offer? And his- no, you, you, Dan, you got like a like a kind of some little shyster in you. You know, you got some. It, you can be questionable sometimes, Dan. That's a good read. Well, it is a good read because mine was fake. It is not a mid-lower upper left side body injury. Upper body injury is what the Penguins are calling it for Sidney Crosby as the Rangers did force a game six, still trailing in the series 3-2. 
So, all right. So, it's down to, is it Brian or Jason with the correct answer? And what I can tell you is this. There are no Ovechkin brothers. That is correct. Brian Fenley was the correct one. That was the cup as Calgary did take a 3-2 series lead. Yeah, Dallas only had 21 shots on goal last night. There it is. Two lies, one cup. Ramos Ramos versus Hollins. Oh, man. There it is. And hockey fans, you're welcome. Uh, (laughs) United States of America, yeah, get ready. Fenley's about to pony up with the latest. Uh, Brian Fenley, what do you got for us here on this Thursday on the Doug Gottlieb Show? Do you plan on settling up with which strike at any point, Brian Fenley? Oh, my god! I would love to. I'm a a big horse guy. I mean, growing up, you know, in Southern California, there's the Santa Anita. But then down in San Diego, there's the Del Mar racetrack. We loved going down there during the summers. It was a lot of fun. Maybe that's what Ramos is talking about. Yeah. There's, a, there's a horse named United States uh, that that runs out of New York. <laughs> no, no, nobody rides the United States like Brian Fenley. Oh, my goodness. Uh, he's our Wilt Chamberlain, Brian Fenley. <laughs> you got Hollins yelling, Wilt, Wilt. Oh, man. I was in Vegas last week. So. Oh! <laughs> oh, man. We'll, uh, we'll send this audio to the girlfriend, Brian. How about that? <laughs> she no, will just not like kid. that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, you can find Brian on Twitter at I'm the next Wilt Chamberlain. No, that, that, is, not, that is not the case. It's at I ride the USA. No, it's at Brian Fenley with the Y. That's where it is. Uh, he is uh, Ryan Hollins. I'm Dan Beyer. Bill Plaschke uh, did a piece in the LA Times on Jeannie bus speaking with a Lakers owner uh, talking pretty much about everything within the organization GD bus showing her loyalty uh, towards LeBron James getting input from Magic Johnson and Phil Jackson and then Bill Plaschke came on the Doug Gottlieb show earlier this week to talk about his piece and shed a little bit more light on what's happening now in La La Land more losing time than winning time right now for the Lakers and GD bus wants to change that but would LeBron James get a change of scenery or should he have a change of scenery that was one of the questions that Doug posed to Bill Plasky during their interview earlier this week. Here's a bit of that. I've heard that Phil would like LeBron traded. I've just heard that. But I've got no nothing to back that up. No on-the-record stuff to back that up. But I think Phil I – know, I, I do know that Phil would like them to keep Westbrook and try to make it work with him. So th- that is that, – that line, those 17 seconds um, – uh, quite a lot, quite a, quite a bit in it. And what stands out to me, it's it's not as much as the craziness that I think it is that they could make it work with Russell Westbrook. It's just the fact of the gravity that comes with trading LeBron James. Now, Phil Jackson, you know, during his tenure, traded Shaquille O'Neal to the Miami Heat. So there's there's Phil's not afraid to, to do that. The Lakers aren't afraid to do that with Phil having a say in everything. But just the simple thought of LeBron James being traded to me is what stands out the most and that Phil Jackson, who is having input and maybe more than just the head coach, even though it's a slight, slim, almost no chance of actually happening, it's just crazy to me, Ryan, to think that it's gotten this far during LeBron's tenure with the Lakers that does include an NBA title. Well, for one, he said there's there's no source into it. It's just hearsay. So just just keep in mind, we're just, I guess, trying to entertain it. And the only way this move would make sense is power. Phil 
if this is true, I don't know if it's true, it would just be saying LeBron has his claws in the L.A., his claws into the Lakers, and if I'm going to do my job properly, I don't want to have to check on every move that I make with LeBron James. I don't want to have to run everything by clutch. I don't want to be – I don't want this relationship to end so that I can move forward. And maybe it's a questionable one, but if I'm going to do this job the right way, I, I can't do it with LeBron here. That's the only thing that I can take from that. And maybe, hey, LeBron is older and father time is undefeated and we don't want LeBron to retire a Laker. I I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) So that's that's the only sense I can make, Dan. And and listen, there is history between the two. Um, It's not great history. And so there there could be a, a piece in that. Do you think, to, to his point, to Bill's point, that Phil Jackson wants to make it work with Westbrook, is that just showing that Westbrook can fit into a Lakers system? Or is that actually having Russell Westbrook not change his game, not make any alterations, and that kind of build around Russell Westbrook like how do you how do you take that sort of thing because I think that there are there are a lot of people that feel that Russell Westbrook's best days are behind him and so it'd be crazy to think that you would you know accommodate Russell Westbrook in LA but how do you take what Bill Plasky was saying about Westbrook's situation Russ is younger you you would say hey maybe uh you, you commit to him Russ is a former MVP of the NBA and Maybe there, there's he, he thinks that Russ has done – and Russ has done some really good things last season. I, I know he gets criticized because the, the Lakers didn't win and, you know, his his mistakes are loud. They're loud. There's no denying that. But I, I, I covered the, uh, the Lakers when Houston played them and got to see him up close. And Russ is not, doesn't deserve a lot of the scrutiny. Now they didn't win, so obviously that load is going to go on him because of the mistakes that he's made, but he, Russell Westbrook played a lot much, a whole lot much better this season than he got credit for. But unfortunately, the Lakers it didn't result in wins. So maybe you know Phil sees something there with Russ, or it's a spite towards LeBron James. I I don't know what to make of this. This this is just like loud news that isn't quite founded. But you know sometimes I, I like to say this, Dan, and there's a little bit of truth in every lie. <laughs> Sure. So you can't yeah. say how that it's just completely far fetched either. Where there's smoke, there's fire. Sometimes, um, mm-hmm. sometimes they say where there's smoke, there's forest fires. I don't think that's the case uh, with the Lakers, but that there 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 are some rumblings. I also just feel this that outside of the stigma, and I do believe that there is a stigma of being traded. Now, I, I'm not saying that Kevin Durant being traded, you know, to the uh, you know, to the Brooklyn Nats or Paul Pierce and that sort of thing. like they they'd kind of set their careers, but maybe it'd be the the same thing. They were in the latter part of their careers, but the Shaq part is there is the 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 stigma that he was traded and that the Lakers chose Kobe over Shaq moving forward. And so Shaq is always a guy that was traded. Kevin Durant's made up his mind where he's wanted to play. He's gone here. He's gone there. It's been on Kevin Durant's terms on what he's wanted to do. So just the fact of having LeBron James be traded, even if he forced himself out, which I don't think he would want, to me is just something that I just can't get past. Like, I don't see LeBron James being traded. Now, if you were, you know, Rob Palenka or whoever the GM would be at the time, to put that on your resume would be something uh, to say that you were the guy that was traded LeBron James. But I just don't – like, that doesn't – 
You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't enter into how I think LeBron would want his legacy for somebody else to make a decision on where he would play. Even though he would have input in that decision, Ryan, in saying, okay, well, I'm only going to play here. This is the only place that I'm going to go. I just don't see that happening with LeBron James. I think that he is going to make his decision. I don't think he's going to finish his career as a Laker. Um, I don't know where he's going to finish up, but I just don't see them trading him because of that stigma of being traded. Does that make sense? Yeah, Michael Jordan ain't getting traded. Yeah. Kobe Bryant, there are rumblings. Allegedly, it was close to him going to the Bulls. There's a rumor out there that, and I don't, maybe someone can found this, is that, uh, you know, Luol Dang was the sticking point. The Bulls didn't want to throw in Luol Dang. Now, I don't know how real that was, but just those guys don't get traded. So, it would be a first. You know, LeBron is a, you know, in everybody's mind, should be top five top four all time in, in everybody's mind mm-hmm. like unless you just don't know like I get it maybe you're a Jordan guy you're a Kobe guy you're a Kareem you're a magic guy LeBron's top five all time it, to everybody's eyes we don't even need to question that so for him to be traded unheard of unheard of yeah and I, just don't, I get yeah. you can argue it'd be the smart move he's older you get some young pieces you get to move forward but nah, nah. I think it'd be the it smart the move, move for LeBron Honestly, but I just don't think that that he wants that. Like if LeBron were to go to a different team, I don't think that he would. I, I just I don't think that he would want that. I think it, I think it would be I think it would be smart for him to to look somewhere else. Now now let's Dan. What do you think about this? LeBron also threw out some rumblings, and LeBron likes to throw some some shots in the air, where he said that where if there's a team that's willing to draft Bronny, you get him also. Do you think that LeBron maybe played with fire with that decision and it's a, a sticking point that maybe the organization is going, you know what, if you're going to bail on us anyways, we're not going to stay around. What do you make of that? Do you think yeah, this is I, some backlash from, from that and was that a good thing for LeBron to say? I Here's the thing is I just don't know if if they can – like if. I think this is more of a Phil LeBron thing as opposed to a LeBron Lakers thing. Okay, let me ask you this. When you say they have history, what's the history? Because forgive me, I, I've been a little to it. I haven't, well, I haven't didn't, seen it. Uh, didn't Phil Jackson make a comment about LeBron's posse at the time? Wasn't that the, the case in using that phrase, LeBron's people? Um, and, and I think that's what Phil Jackson used that term and that uh, LeBron was not was not happy with it. Uh, am I, I? I believe that was the case. Well, from with, the, uh, his side, took that from the people that I know that have worked uh, with Phil Jackson and behind the scenes. That feels feels sarcastic, man. He he has a way with his words. So just hearing that, I don't read too far into that unless I have more intel. But I just know Phil has a way with his words. You know, there's a lot of sarcasm. There's you know some some stuff there. So I don't know uh, how much is behind. I don't know to read into that. That just that's just Phil being Phil. <laughs> you, you sure. Know. Um, there was Lebr- this was in 2016. LeBron said that, uh, um, and this was this was a quote saying he lost all respect for Phil Jackson. This was when Phil was the, the Knicks president, um, saying that he had zero ties to Jackson, and then said, "quote No relationship at all. I had nothing but respect for him as a coach for what he was able to do. Obviously, he was at the helm of my favorite player of all time, Michael Jordan." And also being there growing up and watching him with the Lakers, but I got nothing for him, end quote. So that was that's what LeBron said at the time. 
And and wow. Phil's Phil hasn't pulled any. You know, I mean, you know, Phil's usually said what he's you know felt about many NBA players that when LeBron felt that uh, he went a bit too far in talking about uh, LeBron's business associates and Phil using the term posse in re- uh, in reference to them so that's where I that's where I kind of felt that maybe their their relationship um, just wasn't as strong and with LeBron's that maybe fences were mended this was back in 2016 but I still think that there's probably something something to that as well so yeah he's it- Ryan Hunt oh go ahead no, no I, look, man, those are those are strong words. And I'll say this about LeBron and, and his crew or whatever you want to call them. LeBron ain't not got no crew. Look, that that's that's power right there. And it is rare and very unfortunate that you, you don't see a guy who can come with his high school friends and they become business partners and it works. LeBron James is a special type of guy. Rich Paul. All the all of the the guys behind behind him, are, they're special people, and it says so much about LeBron James. So just to be referred to as a crew or a posse or whatever you want to say, there's real money being made, and I think LeBron is setting the table to how to be a a professional athlete, how to be a mega star and a superstar in every sense of the word. So I I, I if that is true or how how it's seen I don't know how it's read I wasn't in the room I don't have further clarification but just in general that is like a you know his crew clutch sports mm-hmm. like clutch sports is making money okay clutch sports is you know doing what they need sure. to do so I think all respect needs to be given there at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field whatever the sport whatever the moment it's never ordinary at bed 365 21 plus only must be present in ohio if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help call 1-800-GAMBLER I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. 
brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 